Ian's a celebrity. Get out of here. A Jack FM special podcast. Right. Hello, Ian Lee. Hello, Joe Somerville. This, this is, is weird. strange, right? This is it's <laughs> weird. Um, because you are like proper and I'm not. And I feel like uh, if you were interviewing like a criminal or a corrupt counsellor, I, I bet they would be terrified. I'm a little bit nervous sat opposite you. No, you're not. Don't be ridiculous. I am, I am. But you normally lead the show. Yes. Lead, you know, and so, here I am sat in your hot seat. I'm, I'm taking a back seat. <laughs> I will speak when spoken to. Oh, there you go. Let's talk about some of the show secrets, I okay. suppose. Because first thing is, someone told me the other day that apparently it's not actually a real jungle. Well, there's no jungle in Australia. Right. It's a forest. You know, it's a, it's a, it's real in as much as it's a forest and there are trees and you're kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But it's not a jungle. Here's a secret that no one knows. Mm. Before you go in, right, you get given a code name so that they can talk freely about you. And my, co- my code name was rubbish. My code name was Denim. That's a lousy code name. What, so you can hear them talking about you no, or so would, that production can talk about no, you? No, this was before you go in. So I would get emails re-denim you know just so that was so they would never use your name or or anything like that is that just so the secret doesn't get out of which celebs are going in that's so the secret doesn't go out here's another secret when you're in right Mm. this is the weird stuff if you go out to do a challenge you get taken out of the, the the camp and you get taken with a film crew the film crew aren't allowed to speak to you they're not allowed to wear watches, so you have no idea what the time is. Right. So a lot of the lot of the game was trying to work out what the time was. But they weren't supposed to talk to you. They kind of did. <laughs> but then you would get taken to a blacked-out Jeep. You would get put in the back of a blacked-out Jeep. You get driven around for ages. Then when you got to your destination, they would open the back door. But you had to put towels over your head. And if there were others there, you had to put, you had to go in a chain with your hands yeah, like on the elephants. shoulders. It's like being a terrorist, and you get walked <laughs> with your head down with a towel over you, so you can't see where you are. Right. There you go. So, so you you're not supposed to talk to production, but you did a little bit. Uh, some some of them would chat to you. Yeah. Some of them wouldn't. Um, sometimes they would have to show you a picture of what you were about. You didn't know what the challenge was, but they might have to show you a picture of where you'd have to stand. So they'd show you on their phone, and you'd go. Oh, it's twenty-five minutes past eleven. And that uh, <laughs> suddenly that stuff became really, really important. And you go back, and people go, "What? What time is it? What do you know? What time it is?" You yeah. say, "Right, well, it's twenty-five past eleven. I think I was there for about an hour and a half, so it's probably about one." That was it. So you never had any direction in terms of them trying to provoke any of like the arguments or the tensions. Yes, you did sometimes. Okay. If they <laughs> thought that you were being really boring and nothing had happened. That you, one of you would get called to the jungle room, whatever it was called, the dark, I remember what it was called. I always got in trouble because I called it the diary room, but that's Big Brother. Mm-hmm. And you would get given a laminated sheet that had like a question on it. So then you'd go back and you go, okay, everyone, I have a question. If you uh, were to fight one of the other campmates, who would you fight? And, you know, it was that kind of. So they would sometimes do that if it was getting a little bit boring. Um, they didn't. They didn't really stir it up beyond that, I don't think. Did you feel like you had to keep up the being fun and entertaining or could you actually have downtime? <laughs> I had downtime all the time because yeah. they were horrible to me. No, <laughs> I, d- I didn't feel you had to keep up fun. But what I did think was they're paying you a lot of money. They pay you tens of thousands of pounds, right? And it's a big entertainment show. And when I went in, I thought everyone was being really boring. So we're getting paid a lot of money. And everyone there was like, oh, we're on a journey. 
We're on a we're on a journey. You're not on a journey. You're on a big TV show to give some stuff. So I, I stole some strawberries, which is a thing that you know. Five years later, people still go, "Oh, strawberries!" But I did it because I thought this is really boring. We should do something a bit more exciting because we're getting paid to be exciting. So yeah, I would sometimes do that. I didn't like many of the people in my camp. I thought they were thought they were. You can bleep that if you need to. But I didn't like many of them. And I found it. I found that really uncomfortable. It was, it was horrible. You were in what year? I was in. So it was five years ago. It was Stanley Johnson. Yeah. It was Toff who won it. It was Rebecca Vardy, Dennis Wise, Jamie. Why am I listening to all the mean people? Um, yeah. Well, it, who are the good ones? Shappy, because Sandy was great. Jenny McAlpine, Fizz from Coronation Street was lovely. Kez, the um, Scottish politician. Do you want an exclusive? Uh, yeah. No one knows this, right? <laughs> so there were some stories about Rebecca Vardy recently because of the Colleen Rooney yeah. thing. And I did a few tweets saying about how she bullied me. Mm-hmm. Right? And she got in touch with me on Instagram. I haven't told anyone this. I might have mentioned it briefly, but she got in touch with me on Instagram. Said, what are you doing? Why, why are you saying I'm a bully? I wasn't a bully. And I tried to appease her because obviously she was going through a lot of stress with the Colleen's. And I tried to appease her. And I said, what do you, I said, all right, I'll delete the tweets. I won't talk about it again. But she kept going on and on and on. And she said, if you talk about, if you call me a bully in public again, I'm going to release the WhatsApp messages that we exchanged in 2017 after the jungle where you were nice to me. And that proves I wasn't a bully. And part of me thought, I thought you chucked that phone in the set. I thought that phone got lost in the sea with all your WhatsApp messages, according to the court case. Yeah. And in the end, I went, you know what? Rebecca, we obviously got completely different stories. Never contact me again, and I blocked her. But yeah, she threatened to release WhatsApp messages where I was nice to her, which doesn't really prove anything, does it? No, because sometimes you know when people are mean to you, you're yeah. nice to them because you don't want the confrontation. You don't want the confrontation. Yeah, Maybe yeah. you're a little bit scared. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's an exclusive. There you go. There you go. Any celebrities from from your year that you still speak to? Shappy, I speak to from time to time, and Jenny, I speak to from time to time. In fact, I haven't spoken to Jenny for a while. So I will send her a little message. I got on really well with her husband, Chris. They've got a great restaurant in Manchester called Annie's, which I highly recommend. I will send Chris a text straight after this interview. So those are the people I keep in touch with, yeah. Yeah, well, they're all going to be thinking, I suppose, every time at this time of year. I know you you said before you don't really watch the show anymore, but it's kind of on your mind right at this time of year. I tell you what it is, it's weird. I never really watched it before I went in. I knew it and I'd seen bits of it. I'd seen Paul Burrell eating stuff and Mm -hmm. people having spiders dropped on their heads. But I was not a huge fan. But I can't watch it now because it it feels like it's my... It's so hard to put it, it. It's like watching an old girlfriend being really successful. You know, not that I don't want my old girlfriends to be successful. Of course I do. That's not a great way of putting it. Sort, it's, sort of like a, a real high point at the time. Yeah. And and now what? Yeah, you kind of think, <laughs> why did I split up with her? Why did I split up with her? She was so good. Like, why didn't you keep riding that wave yeah, for a bit longer? Riding that wave is an inappropriate phrase to talk about old girlfriends. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm jealous. There we go. I'm jealous. That's it. I'm jealous of them. I would like to do, do it again. I miss it. I miss the the attention. ITV and the build up to it. They lavish so much attention on you. They treat you like a movie star, and I miss that. Yeah. I miss the money. I miss. The fame that comes with it afterwards, you know, these are all kind of things that don't, are not really tangible, but I miss all of that. And I feel like, this is my messed up head, I feel 
like I'm a nobody. I feel like that show made me somebody, which is complete nonsense. Of course it didn't. But that's the addictive nature of fame and of being on the biggest TV show in the country and of, you know, getting a nice big paycheck. Yeah. But you must have, surely after that, did you get approached for other reality kind of... No. I got a lot of work off it. I got yeah. two years. My contract renewed when I was at Talk Radio for two years because of that. Yeah. I got loads of work uh, on Good Morning Britain, doing the showbiz news on Good Morning Britain. That was weird. Um, I got loads of... When you're in TV, you get loads of meetings where people go, we've got a great show for you, and it's greenlit, and it's all ready to go. We just need to, you know... And I had loads of those interviews, loads of those meetings. We've got a documentary. We've got a game show for you. We've got all of this. And it all comes to naught because TV is full of bullshine. It's just complete nonsense and it's full of lies. So I got sucked into all of those uh, lies again. TV is a really horrible business mm. to work in. But it's addictive, you know, it's addictive. I can imagine. And what about, okay, so money-wise, there's been lots of talk about yeah. what the celebs are getting paid this year. I yeah. think it was Boy George getting 500,000 or Possible. something. Matt Hancock 400,000. No, it's all speculation. I don't think that seems mad. Now, I won't ask you what you got paid unless you want to say, but where are we in terms of those figures compared to what you and, and your camp oh, I mates got, were getting? I, I, got, I got, I think, the lowest that year. I was the last one to be signed up. So Kez, the politician, um, had to declare her earnings, right? And she got yeah. 70,000 pounds. Okay. And so I phoned up Shappy and went, oh my God, she got loads. Yeah. And Shappy went, I don't think so. I got way more than that. So I got... Why, why is it so different? That's nuts it's, to me. It's nuts. I got significantly less than £70,000. I still got tens of thousands of pounds. Yeah. It was... It was. I did it... I, I did it because I needed the money because I was getting divorced. I did it because I was doing this radio show that no one was listening to. And I did it because my boys, who would have been... Jeez, they would have been like six and eight or seven and nine. They had never seen me on a TV show. They didn't know anything about my kind of TV stuff. And I thought they're old enough to see me on the biggest show. They're gonna love it in the yeah. country. But yeah, I got I got less than seventy thousand pounds. I mean, Amir Khan was always hinting in my year he got quarter of a million. How does that feel being the celebrity that's not getting anywhere near that level? There is a bit of it. Right. How does that feel? How does that feel? That's a really good question. There's a bit of you that goes, there was a bit of me that was jealous. But then I also thought, do you know what? That was the fee they offered me. I was happy with that fee. I agreed to that fee. I'm cool with that. And, and I earned a load of money in the next 18 months after from of other jobs. So there is a bit, when I tell my boys, my boys know how much I got paid. And, and they're like, but you came third, you know, and, and Amir Khan got voted out ages before you, that you, that you should get more money the longer yeah. you stay. And I kind of get that. But, you know, I agreed to that fee. I, I was very happy with that fee. I was very happy with that fee. That's nuts. Know? It just, it makes me think of like, if you're in an office and everyone starts talking about what they get paid yeah. and you realise that someone who's, who definitely works less hard than you is getting more than you and it's all a bit... Yeah, there's there's <laughs> a bit of that and you kind of just have to take a step back from that and go, their journey is their thing. This is this is the money they this offer. So I'm happy with, I'm yeah. Because also, are they walking away with those, you know, half a million feeling guilty about... Probably not. Amy Khan fair. doesn't have the intelligence to feel guilty. <laughs> he doesn't... Well, after, here's another exclusive. After the... I hated all of them, though. Sorry, I've got to stop swearing. Uh, but afterwards, you do this kind of little filming at the Versace Hotel. And Amir Khan got his phone to show us a picture of his wife or something. But some boobs came up. And he went, oh, no, 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 you're not supposed to look at that. They were not his wife's boobs that came <laughs> How up. How do you know? 
because I think she was a different colour, I think. Fair enough. From what I remember. Anyway, sorry, going off on a well, tangent. Yeah. Um, but, okay, in terms of who's in this year, because I think, obviously, it's Matt Hancock that's getting all yeah. the attention. You've got Chris Moyles, Mike Tyndall, Olivia Atwood, do you know? I don't know who, who that is. She's Love Island. I was, when I went in, I was the most Googled thing in Britain the night I went in, which I'm really proud of. So no one knew who I was. Apart from a very small number of people. So yeah, I was the most Googled thing that night that I went in. That's, cool. that's a cool that thing. That is really cool. Go on, sorry, who else is in there this um, year? Who else? Sean Walsh, apparently. Chris Moyles, did I say that? Yeah. I haven't written them all down, to be honest. But let's be honest, Hancock is <laughs> yeah. the most controversial one. He's got blood on his hands. I mean, mm. he literally has blood on his hands. You is, know, Is he making a mistake, do you think? Yes. Yeah. He won't be getting paid as much as people think. He won't be getting hundreds of thousands of pounds. He knows his political career is over, right? You yeah. saw that lovely footage of Rishi Sunak shaking everyone's hands and then just walking ignoring past him. him. Yeah, yeah. He knows his career is over. He probably won't get voted in in the next election. So he is setting himself up for the next five years. What can I do for the next five years? Oh, I can completely rebrand as this really nice, humble guy and I can go on talk shows and stuff like that. Um, he won't be getting... I doubt he'll be getting hundreds of thousands of pounds. Here's the thing. I don't think he's a really nice guy. I've seen clips of him where he loses his temper. He's a very posh, entitled... Um, don't say it. <laughs> twit. No, he's a posh boy. And he's very, very entitled. He has a sense of entitlement because he was in government. He has blood on his hands. You yeah. know, he was snogging his... You know, I don't know what mistress, partner, I don't know what you, what term. He was snogging this woman mm -hmm. when I wasn't allowed to visit my mum, you mm -hmm. know. And yeah. there will be a lot of people who's... Um, parents might have died because they didn't have that ring of steel around the housing, the, the, the you know, um, care homes that Matt Honk, Matt Hancock, oh, we've got a ring of steel. Well, why did so many people die? You know, so people will be really angry with him. I suspect he thinks he can go on and win the public over. But you can't, you can't, people will see what you are. Rebecca Vardy went in there and people saw really early on that she was a very unpleasant human being yeah right and and you you, you can't hide you can't hide that people mm -hmm. saw that dennis wise was a very tiny man people saw that jamie lomas wasn't very bright people saw that amir khan was like what the hell is amir khan people see you for what you are right so we will see very quickly that he's unpleasant um but also the flaw with these shows is the most interesting people or the people we want to see suffer the most get voted out first so I reckon he'll right. get kicked out really early. Yeah, people want him to do all the trials. Yeah. What would you like to see him do? Um, I'd like to see him uh, on his knees apologising. Here's a trial, Matt. Can you apologise <laughs> for all of the deaths that you are partly responsible for? That's what I'd like to see. Of, of the actual trials oh. he could do, what would you like to see oh, him okay. do? <laughs> um, I don't know. The eating one is easy. I love the eating one. Mm. I have pig's vagina. It's easy. It's hard to watch, though, as a viewer. When people are... Look. Yeah. That's, that's hard to watch. I only wretched with the camel brain. When I walked out and saw it, it was like, you don't know what you're going to do. You walk out and there's a table and there's some kaloshes and there's antidote. You go, oh, I've got the eating one. Oh, this is going to be fun. You mm -hmm. know, and if you watch it, I ham it up a little bit because it was, it was a piece of cake. Um, I would like to see anything where he's terrified, you know, where he cries. That's mean because I cried. That's not I, anything that he finds unpleasant. I don't know what his thing is. If it's snakes, if it's spiders, if it's heights. I suppose what you don't really want to do before you go in is admit what you don't like because then you're the screwed, thing. right? Yeah, I tried because I'm not scared of snakes, but I am scared of spiders. So I flipped it. 
And I said, oh, I'm so scared of snakes. I really hate snakes. Yeah. Hoping I'd get a snake trial. I didn't. I got a spider trial. Oh. Got a height trial. Got an underwater trial. Flipping it. They all sound horrible. They're awful. Um, what are Ant and Deck actually like? Because obviously they they they're, come they're across horrible. as... You're lying. They're, no, they're awful. Uh, genuinely? No. You don't <laughs> meet them. Right, okay. You don't meet them apart from when you walk out onto the set as soon as you walk out through that gap in the bushes the filming has started you are in the show so you walk through oh it's ant and deck all right ian what's it like in the camp here's today's challenge you do it you finish well done you got three stars they walk off and that's it you don't see them yeah you don't see them afterwards i had one brief chat with them i'd done a, a underwater challenge that was awful I nearly died. There's a. It was underwater. I'm not very good underwater. I didn't get any stars. I had to say I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. And it was underwater. And they said if at any point you get stuck, if you just do the chopping motion across your neck, someone will grab your legs and pull you out and bring you to the surface. Right. Right. I couldn't breathe, and I'm doing this, and no one came to get me, and I thought I was going to die. What happened? Were you doing the wrong hand gesture? No, or something? they weren't. Look, they were having a laugh. They think you're brushing something off your chin. Um, but so I did that, and then I got voted to do the next challenge, and I saw them then because they put their head in the tent and said unlucky for the other day um you know so i had a chat with them but i have met them briefly in another life and yeah they're the nicest people i got so much time. i know Ant a little bit better than i know deck i don't know them i've spent more time with Ant than i have with deck yeah they're lovely you know it's Ant and deck good because i think when you watch people on telly and you think they're really nice it's always yeah. disappointing if you find out it's all fake they are from the brief encounters i've had with them they are wonderful human beings and uh and in particular i have a lot of time and respectful mm. what's the truth about what you can take into the jungle with you can't take anything in nothing no how how does it work i mean toothbrush and toothpaste they they provide all of that okay. they provide it's all bloody um like ecological so you get like an ecological deodorant and a soap and a tooth like a bamboo toothbrush. So there's no doing your hair no there's none of that and we all stopped using the deodorant in the end because it didn't work so it stinks in there. Was it really smelly? You really, really stink in there. And I wasn't having too many showers because it's a cold shower. I'm not. It's not my scene, man. So yeah, everybody, we we stopped deodorants after about a week. Stanley Johnson would get really upset with people brushing their teeth in the camp. He would get furious about. Well, why are they brushing their teeth? It's a private thing. They should be doing that privately. Stop. And where did he go camp. to do his teeth? Oh, I think he put them in a jar overnight. I'm not quite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but um. Yeah, no, there's, you can't take anything. And they give you a luxury sort of halfway through it. And mine was a Polaroid camera. But it was only because I couldn't think of what to ask for. I didn't really... Could it be food or is it... No, it couldn't be food. It had to mm. be a thing. I think someone had a pillow. Someone had maybe like those little fans. I don't know. Once you're in there, you're in there. You don't get extra food. Yeah. You, uh, once... So that is genuine. If you're starving, you're starving. Yeah. I ate really well in there because once I got in there, we started winning loads. Met the men. started So I had like a luxury meal. The one time they did bring food in was the very, very last day when it was me, Toff and Jamie. And they said, this is going to be a really, really long day. You're going to be filming all day. You're not going to get to eat until about nine o'clock tonight. So they gave us like a bacon sandwich and some coffee. Nice. But that was the only time you, you eat what you get given. What you see on the show. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you've said you would do... I'm a celebrity again. Yes. What else? If you could pick another show to be on, because I was watching Catchphrase the other day and I thought if I could be on a show, yeah. I'd be really good at that. Catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm I'm good at yeah. it. What would you go on? I'd do Big Brother. 
Really? It's all about money. You know, I have, I, I have no interest in doing this to further my career, right? I don't want to, I, I don't really want to work in TV again. You know, if they offered me a gig, I'd do it. But that's not my career. So I would do Big Brother. I think I could do Big Brother quite easily. I'd wow. do Strictly. Strictly, you learn a skill. Now, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I like that, but I I couldn't do anything like Big Brother. I couldn't do anything. I'd I'd just be worried about what people are saying about me too much, you know? But that's probably the same with any show. Yeah, when I came out of the jungle and I got my phone, when we're in there, we're all like, hey, we're never going to use our phones again. This is great. But as soon as you get out, everyone's on their phone. And I had so many emails and tweets. They were primarily really good because I cried in there and I talked about mental health. So there were a lot of really lovely tweets and emails from people saying oh my husband killed himself recently and i wish he'd seen you in the jungle or a few about you know my 15 year old son recently killed himself and you know i wish he'd been able to be as open as you had all the stuff like that which is incredible yeah. you know stuff like that is very very humbling and there were you know <laughs> you know there were some really horrible some trolls yeah you know go and kill yourself go and do a load of coke and kill you, you know there's some really horrible unpleasant people out there but um it, that used to impact me it doesn't i don't really care about that I think if I came out of the jungle or Big Brother or wherever it was, I'd have to get someone to to go through everything. Yeah. Hide it, delete it, and then only show me the good stuff. Um. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I used to be like that. It doesn't... It, it just doesn't affect it you. It doesn't affect me now. Good. I've learned, you know, what other people think of me is none of my business, good or bad. It doesn't... It's nothing to do with me. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, lovely. Ian, thank you. That was a great rehearsal. Do you want to record it now? Yeah, shall we? Imagine if I said I haven't pressed record. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening. Weekdays from 7 till 10 on 106, Jack FM, online and smart speakers.